At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Ben Hayes, best bet of the month, $10 when you use VSIN Ben 90 at checkout. VSIN Ben 90. Pick will be released at noon Eastern. Three, uh, nine Pacific. Ben's 5-0 and oh with his daily best bets. And use the code. It's only $10. Winners and winners, best bets, back with a win guarantee. Get up there now. No strings, no obligation. All right, let's do a little NBA here. The sport always in the news. Keith Smith uh, joins the program now. He covers the league and is with SpotTrack, your source for players and teams with contracts, key things for the time today. I want to begin with this, that report that came out last night where the Nets evidently asked the T-Wolves for Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and four first-round picks. Of course, the the Wolves are probably going to laugh in their face like, come on, n- knock it off. Are, are the Nets <laughs> going to get serious at all about potentially trading Kevin Durant? Yeah, I mean, you might as well ask to bring Alex Rodriguez back to New York and uh, everything else when you're going for that kind of a package. It, I, I mean... Sure. Shoot high, right? You know, aim high and in talks, make the first move and see if somebody blinks and meets your asking price. But that's, that's not going to happen. Anything like that is, you know, two great players, uh, young players that that are under contract long-term that that's not going to be a thing uh, that the Nets get. So they're going to have to um, bring their ass down into a more realistic place, especially when it comes to current players. Now, draft picks, mm-hmm. the Rudy Gobert trade kind of set a new standard. So we'll see what that yes. ultimately looks like as far as number of picks. But player-wise, yeah, you got to get a little bit more realistic. Otherwise, there's not going to be any kind of move. 
I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that really changed things. I thought the Minnesota trade and giving up what turned out to be five first-round picks for Gobert probably said, okay, well, then the Nets are going to ask for more. Yeah, exactly. I think I don't know that things were close to a Durant trade, yeah. but I think that threw a wrench in everything because now – you know, if you're looking at it, and this isn't meant to demean Rudy Gobert at all. He's a you know very good player, defensive player of the year candidate every single year. Uh, you know, really good. But if he's getting five first round picks, Kevin Durant, who might have won MVP if he stayed healthy last year, uh, you know, he's got to be worth at least you know seven, eight, you know, and then meeting that asking price, that's almost impossible for most teams. It might be a tough question, but why why do you think the Nets have no interest? with Aiden and, and why is the market cooled on him? And maybe does he wind up with Indiana? What do you see going on with Aiden here? I think we may have lost him. We'll try to reconnect with Keith here in a second. That's uh, going to be the key to this. Could weekend, be tomorrow. Think, Could be tomorrow. Yeah. Again, according to reports, are you there? Okay. Go Aiden. Yeah. Did you hear the Aiden question? I did. Yeah. Okay. I heard the end of it. Yeah. I, I think, the challenge with DeAndre Eaton right now is teams are, I think, in a spot where everybody's waiting to see what plays out with the Durant situation. And I think that's a major, major challenge within this is if that's got things paralyzed and a guy like DeAndre Eaton, who's your best avenue to getting him, is via a sign-in trade, unless you're the Spurs or the Pacers who have the cap space to sign him out, right? You've got to kind of wait on a Durant deal to go down. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a, a challenge to get that worked out, see how that plays out. But uh, for now, um, you know, he's just kind of sitting on the sidelines waiting for someone to give him that offer. It, you know, for me personally, somebody needs to go get this guy because this guy's big, he's huge, he can play, he's young. This is a guy who can be a major part of a very, very good team as he proved the last couple of years with the Suns. That's going to be, I mean, if this happens by tomorrow, which is when the Pacers could make a move like that, Keith, then that's going to take that potential trade then completely off the table for the Nets. And then it's going to be this thing. I know people are suggesting this thing could go for weeks or months and it could be touching like training camp. Do you agree with that part? Yeah, I do think that there is a chance. I don't think the Nets are committed by any means to, we got to move Kevin Durant. This isn't, one of those situations, I they're going to make the best deal for themselves. Uh, this is also, you know, often. Nope. Yeah. A dicey Funk, cell funky phone. phone. Yep. yep. So what you were talking about earlier, uh, Indiana signs him to an offer sheet, which could be as early as tomorrow, then no sign and trade. Yep. Can't be eligible for the sign and trade. And that really screw things up. Yeah. I, I just, they're not being realistic here. I don't no, know what no, they're come doing. on, not at all. This Paul. is even before the Gobert. No. We want to, the first report was we want two stars and picks. Yeah, well, and that's yeah, he, 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 he's not 22 years old. But at least that part they're not lying about because that's exactly what they asked yeah. for from the Timberwolves. Yes, and then right, I thought things were being okay. Now let's be reasonable. Now let's get serious. And then then I saw this report. Well, you met this report yesterday. Now, how about Towns, Edwards, and four four picks? Okay, I mean, give throw, me a break. Th- throw around this. the. Yeah, the idea that that Zach Lowe threw around last night. Suns get Durant. That is his number one choice now. Still, he wants to go to the Suns. They can't give him Booker. They don't want Aiton. I mean, come on, it's like uh, De Niro. My hands are tied here um, in Copland. So, KD to Phoenix, Bridges, Johnson, picks to the Nets. But because of what they're doing and being stubborn, you have to get other teams involved because they don't like that Phoenix package and they don't want Aiden. 
which Aiton, that ship sails again we just talked about by tomorrow. So you have to get another team involved. So they go out to the Jazz, get the Jazz involved. Mitchell goes to Brooklyn. And then Aiton and Simmons go to Utah. See, I, no, I like that. I kind of like that for all three teams. And it'd be perfect that Simmons winds up in Utah. Yes, correct. Like, okay, there you go. But do the Jazz want any part of that, though? Because do the, do the Jazz want to well, be Well, you're good? buying low. Yeah, but do they, do they want to be serviceable next year? Or are they all in for I don't know Wimbenyana? What, yeah, I know. That's, that's why I think they have to move Mitchell. But that you're saying there could be two okay could be too yeah. good there with that. Well, if they bring in yeah. uh, according to that deal, they'd be bringing in Aiton yeah, and, and Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Okay, well that team's not going to be the, they're not going to well, get the one pick in the draft. Mm. Unless there's Simmons, not much around them. You would also move Bogdanovich then. Yeah, uh, but they're, you'd they're probably t- move Clarkson too. But that's yeah. I don't know. They need to pick a street. I don't know. I don't think they know what they want to do yet. If they want to tank or if they're going to move other guys yeah. or try to because I think they have to tank. Again, the worst thing you can be. Look at Washington. I don't know what the hell they're doing. $250 million for Beal and a no-trade clause? Yeah. The best-case scenario was in your in the play-in. You're not going nowhere. No, you don't want to be right. average in the NBA, and right. that's what they're going to be, and that's what Utah can't be because the West is stacked, too. Uh, I hope we hear about more deals that the Nets brought up to teams over the weekend. I had, <clears throat> I had an NBA odds maker tell me last night, well, what's next? They're going to call OKC, give us Chet Holmgren, SGA, and uh, a bunch of picks? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that, yeah. that going to go down next? Uh, I will give you this from the Summer League last night. Paulo Boncaro, this was pretty nuts. Yeah. He scored or assisted in 14 of the Magic's first 17 points. He started off a perfect 3-for-3 three three from the floor and 2-of-2 two two from uh, 3 in the game. And he looked smooth last night. Look, here's the thing. it's You can't really overreact to, let's say, making a bet on Rookie of the Year, although he certainly would make some sense next year to win it. But you're going you're gonna to notice this with, with a lot of players this year in the Summer League. Uh, they will look really, really good. First of all, there's a lot of star players or a lot of talent that came out this year in the draft. And in a setting like this, when they're playing against a bunch of guys who will not be in the league, they're going to look flashy and have a lot of great dunks and put up good numbers. You'll be like, oh my God, this looks... i got to go bet that guy. Yeah. You're going to get that a lot, and you can't really overreact to everything that you see. I'll, I'll bring up Holmgren again. He looked fantastic in Game 1. And that's when his odds to win the Rookie of the Year, they were dropping during that game. And then the next night, he's getting shoved around like he's a toothpick. He's going he's gonna to be a, a stat stuffer, though. He's going to have a lot of games with 20 points, a lot of boards, a lot of blocks. Yeah, I think, like, he'll have a bunch of games where he has 16 points yeah. and, like, three threes, and he'll have three blocks to go along with it. Uh, I will say, I was our afternoon show was out there yesterday. The Edge with Von Tobel and Humans. Man, what a set they built at the Summer League. It's a 4 o'clock Eastern today. If you can watch the show at all, yep. it's awesome. You know, this thing, years ago, Paul, I, I went when it first started here in Las Vegas when it was six teams. I did a head count the first year. I was in the Cox Pavilion with 13 people. That's how many people were there watching this thing. It's enormous now. And now, forget about it. It's, yeah, there's thousands of people every single day. There's a lot of beautiful women trying to hit the lottery that are walking around, too. Yeah, if double lottery. Yeah, yes, that double lottery is right. Uh, so this is fascinating because Toronto thinks they can put together the best offer. What they could do, they're also one of the few teams that could just say, "Okay, let's go." You just talk to us. No other teams have to get involved. Would Boston get nuts? Boston's the favorite, co-favorite of many books, as they should be. They improved their team and they went to the finals. And then would I you, say no. I, I wouldn't do that either. No. Uh, give up uh, Brown and Smart. But the other thing is, I wonder if this is getting play in Boston because you mentioned Utah and Danny Ainge. So Danny Ainge steps down and says, eh, you know, health, I want to. I had a heart attack. I want to spend more time with my family and my French Bulldog, right? 
And then Stevens comes in and makes a lot of great moves too. But then Danny Ainge, as I understand it, was at game six of the finals sitting with the owner, and he had a Celtics hat on. And he comes in, and he steals their top assistant. That's Dirty pool, as far as I'm concerned. Number one, you think you're going to retire. Then you take the job with the Jazz, which apparently was wink, wink, everyone knew, because that's his buddy who bought the Jazz. Now Danny Ainge is calling the shots. But then he's sitting there with the owner, hanging out, Got the Celtics hat on. Let's go Boston NBA Finals. And he comes in and takes their top assistant. And they give him a five-year deal, Hardy. Mm. I, I that sh- People should be pissed off what he's doing. No, I don't have a problem with that. You don't? No. Oh, God. I think it's on the up and up. I think I'm okay with it. I think that's dirty pool. Uh, because a 34-year-old assistant, I mean, let's put it this way. If you're going to... Well, that's my... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, good for that guy. Good for Hardy, first of all. And... I mean, to steal an assistant coach, is that really the be-all, end-all in the NBA? I don't think so. Well, you're acting like you're one of them. But that's, uh, I-, I will say this. That's another reason why I think Mitchell could be moved. You give a coach a five-year deal, uh, it seems like, okay, you have plenty of time. And that's the other thing why I'd be concerned. Quinn Snyder looked around and said, I'm out of here. Well, he knew the writing was like on this. the wall. Yeah, but he quit. I know. I know. So I, I, think that's, that, yeah. I think they. I think a rebuild it should be coming. Should yeah, be. And, and that's why, I mean, I, I love the idea of that three-team trade where they would get yeah. Aiton and Simmons back, but they're not. I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to be okay for the next, you know, three, four years and or maybe a little bit shorter than that. Rebuilding. Uh, more of today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. Uh, classic case of a pitcher who's really good at home today compared to on the road. We'll give you details coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Baseball Pentathlon is starting Monday. We're having our first ever baseball betting challenge. Every show will be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VEASAN's the best at betting baseball. A total on Monday, a dog on Tuesday, and a favorite Wednesday, a team on the run line, and a prop on Thursday. Winner announced Friday morning, July 15th. Can't wait. And vacation starts. Let's rumble. 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Looking forward to that. Tune in. Okay, let's see how many people agree with this. We'll do some Major League Baseball here. We're all going in fresh, right? I'm looking at it right now. Jason Stark, who does a great job covering baseball. His numbers, his columns are great for the athletic. He just released who he would vote for if the season ended today in Major League Baseball to win some of these awards. The American League MVP. You'd vote for a judge? Yes, I would. He would give it to... Jordan Alvarez. You're kidding. Nope. Wow. He points out that Judge has absolutely been fantastic. Playing the field certainly helps. You can have more multi-homer games in a season 12 than any other uh, hitter in Yankees history. Yep. But he said, as I type this, Alvarez has a 200 OPS plus. If we toss out seasons shortened by strikes and pandemics, no player not tainted by performance-enhancing drugs has had an OPS plus of 200 or better since George Brett in 1980. Wow. Entering Thursday night, Alvarez's expected weight on, weighted on base average, which measure, uh, measures quality of contact but also factors in walks and strikeout rates, was a ridiculous 491, which would be the highest ever in the StatCast era. Judge is 457, which is incredible, but that's been done before by Mike Trout in 2019. So he's putting up numbers that we really haven't seen uh, in a long, long time. And his overall voting would go... Well, he said not necessarily in order, but he goes Alvarez, Judge, Jose Ramirez, Otani, Devers, Trout, Buxton, Julio Rodriguez, Bogartson, the kid from Minnesota um, who's putting up, like he's got like a betting average of 350. Yeah, right. yeah. National League MVP, he'd give it to Goldschmidt. Okay. Uh, I'm scrolling down here. It's a really long column, and that would make some sense. I don't think anybody would really disagree with that. American League least valuable player, Javi Lopez. Probably signed a huge deal. Um, least valuable player in the National League, the entire Reds team. Okay. <laughs> American League Cy Young of the half year, Shane McClanahan. Okay. And I think that you, Three. I would agree with that. Yeah, big start And tonight. let's see, he, yeah. as I keep going down here, the National League, well, hold on. Where does he have Otani? Top five, not in order, not necessarily in order. McClanahan, Verlander, Otani, Manoa, and Cortez. Okay. Otani has leaped. Oh, yeah. He's third now. Great. What's the uh, scoreless streak? 29 innings? Whatever we're He's at. allowed one earned run in like the last 
five starts or whatever it is. Yeah. And the National League Cy Young of half year, um, Sandy Alcantara. Okay. Also the favorite, too. So he would All not right. give it to Gonsolin. His five. She did it again. His five, not necessarily in order. Alcantara, Burns, Gonsolin, Musgrove, Max Fried. Yeah. To the point now where what does Gonsolin have to do? He did it again last night. He's 11 and 0 with a 1 6. Went seven innings, gave up two earned. I know. Uh, you just, the guy's looking around like, come on, a little help here. Alvarez is seven to one at some spots. Then the third choice. And by the way, there you go. Judge missed the game lower last bo- night. Well, lower body, yeah. Yeah. That could uh, fester and linger. Yeah. And uh, people expect him to uh, get hurt at some point. But uh, great story. Yankees and Red Sox again go at it today. Nasty Nestor gets the ball. Again, 15 meetings left head-to-head. I can't get over these numbers. The back-to-back thing, 13 times the team franchise record's 14. On pace for 115 wins and a plus 350 run differential. They could hit 300 home runs as well, number one in ERA. Uh, But it seems a little cheap, though. And I know Nestor hasn't been the, the Nestor that was great and started out. It was untouchable for a while couple of uh, hairy innings and performances, but I think they get to Seabold here and do enough offensively and win. Okay. Yep. I was going to make a case today for the Orioles. Yes. Last night it looked like it was going to be Michael Lorenzen for the Angels versus uh, Wells for the Orioles. Lorenzen is awful on the road, and Wells is really good at home, but I have Detmers now going. Yeah. I believe that he's Here's listed right. as a probable pitcher. Yep. So now the Orioles are laying a dollar fifty in that range. And uh, Wells at home so far uh, far on the year. Six games started, an ERA of 2.2, a whip of one. He doesn't strike a million guys out, but overall, really solid numbers. And again, this team, man, uh, you can't, you can't, they're no longer the laughing stop, uh, stock of Major League Baseball. They are in contention to maybe pull off a wild card this year, which is incredible, all things considered. Good turnaround. About time, but here, yes, a fun team. And uh, this were two teams in opposite directions. There's a lot of that like the Seattle-Toronto series and this one as well, as the Angels come limping in, the Orioles. That's a, that's also a big thing uh, with a young team, confidence. You know, hitting's contagious, confidence sure. contagious, and a little winning streak going too. Uh, took three out of four in Chicago on the road. So a great job by the Orioles. They're crushing it, uh, ROI, by the way, return on investment. They're doing a great job from a money standpoint, what they've done. Yep. So. Great job. Uh, you're, you're doing a nice bankroll back in the Orioles. And then the, that late game, I still don't have a number. I know one of the Gi- the Giants don't know who they're throwing against Snell, uh, but it might be you. I still might lean you. I mean, Snell, they have lost every start this year, the Padres, every Snell start. But Seattle's won five in a row. They're back to 500, and the Blue Jays lose again. Look at look at this, 45 and 38. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, and, and Seattle playing with a ton of confidence now. Almost made the playoffs last year. And the first three innings, I mean, this goes back to uh, Sportsnet Stats tweeted this about what's happened. They've been outscored 22 to uh, 6 last seven games in the first three innings. So, the, you know, they just they can't get going offensively, and the pitchers are putting them behind the eight ball. I have a number on the Padres game. Okay, what do you have? It's up at DraftKings right now. They, they don't have a pitcher for the Giants, like you said. Yeah. But they have Snell minus 155. Now, he had 12 strikeouts in his last game yes. against the Dodgers. Yes. Was good. The total is seven and a half. Right. Uh, but you can't control run support. You can't control the uh, what you're going to get from the uh, when you're when you're out there. What your team does, but still, no, I mean they, they've lost all his numbers are terrible for a guy who makes this kind of money and came in with the pomp and circumstance. Zero and five with an ERA of five, yeah. and they're zero and eight when he starts. I mean, come on. Look no further than the last two days. What Strider did last night for the Braves. 
He was brilliant yet again, struck out 12 Cardinals, had zero run support, and Corbin Burns the night before. Basically untouchable by the Cubs, had 10 strikeouts. Brewers gave him essentially nothing, and they lost the game. Um, we have dueling Grays going today. Yes. Sonny for the Twins, John for the Rangers. Sonny, good on the road and at home. He's having a nice season. John at home, ERA of 3.44, 12-plus Ks per nine compared to on the road. His ERA goes up by almost one full run and almost nine Ks per nine. He's much better at home. This is a big opportunity for the Twins because now the Guardians are leaking oil. They're struggling. They've lost six of seven. I like that over tonight in the Cleveland game because it's uh, Savale going, and he's every start but two. I think he hasn't lasted. He hasn't made it out of the fifth inning or gone that far, and Singer's going for the Royals. But it's just, I mean, when are you going to – the White Sox might as well wave the flag. It just, it's not happening again. They're 17-24 and 24 at home, so they can really open it up here and take advantage because uh, the Royals have been feisty. They played the Astros tough. They hung in there. Bye, William. So Cleveland might not even finish 500 this year. So if the Twins is just get an average bullpen, because the pitching staff's been great. The Stars have done an awesome job, and there's enough punch in that lineup where they, they can run away and hide here in the next couple of weeks, I think, yep. and get this up to like a seven, okay. eight-game lead, which it should be double digits. But again, they blew five games in a span of 10 days, the do you, bullpen. Do you have a number on the Astros A's game tonight? No, I don't. Okay. I don't know. That's Blackburn, though. That's all I know. Okay, so here's the deal with Blackburn. Uh, you actually want him on the road. Right. You don't want him at home. The A's are, well, they've been, until this week, they were a total dumpster fire at home anyway. But, and Blackburn is scheduled to go at home this year, an ERA of 5.87, whip of 1.4. On the road, his ERA is 1.28. Now, how is that possible? You're looking at a difference there of four and a half runs with the ERA compared uh, when you look at the numbers at home and, and on the road for him. And you want him on the road. I don't see a number on this one yet. And I'll give you another one, which is you don't get this every single day by a Colorado Rockies starting pitcher. Chad Cool is scheduled to go tonight for the Rockies. He's actually much better on the ro- um, at home. I'm sorry, he's much better at Coors than he is on the road. At home, when he's in Denver, seven games so far, 41 in one-thirds innings, um, 3.27 with the ERA, a whip of one. On the road, ERA goes up by more than a, a run, 4.39, and the whip is 1.6. So this guy, Chad Cool, is actually... You would have to say better than serviceable when he's pitching at home in the thin air. You want to lay a dollar seventy with the Diamondbacks, though? I do. N- wow. No, I don't. Wow. That's why I'm, I. This, That's a twenty cent move. It is. Yes, I would actually take a peek at Chad Cool in this spot today. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Yep. I'm surprised you like the Cubs, but I'm 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 pulling for you. But this uh, Anderson two thirty range. They beat the Cubs eight of the last nine. Uh, Anderson nine and one with an ERA of three, but you're a little concerned of what he's done in the last couple of starts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like, the, give the Cubs credit; they they took that series in Milwaukee. They hung in there last night, so uh, at least uh, they've been fighting. And they took two out of three against the Braves. It looks like money's coming in on the Cubs today, by the way. Okay. So at uh, DraftKings, they're plus one eighty. I mean, when we the overnight and uh, this morning before I even came on the air, they were catching I think two dollars or more in some spots. So we will talk NFL with Connor Allen coming up next. Four for four dot com and also BetSports. He analyzed season-long player props in the NFL and came away with a very common theme. We will ask him what he found with his betting research coming up next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays every game this season. You can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlays today. Okay, we'll talk some season-long player props in the NFL coming up here with Connor Allen, uh, 444.com, also BetSperts, and you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Connor Allen NFL. Connor, thanks for the time today. Before we get into what your research uh, showed you from a year ago in the NFL, you had a great tweet about the draft last night and how these players to go number one overall, like in weeks leading up to the draft, they were 10, 15, 20, 30 to one to go. It happened again last night in the NHL. Oh yeah. Absolutely insane. I mean, we're looking at in the NFL draft, Trevon Walker, I mean, two weeks before the draft, two to three weeks was 30 to one to go <laughs> first overall in the NBA draft. Uh, Paolo Bonchero was, I mean, 22 to one, two weeks before the draft. And even the night of was actually, uh, you know, a heavy, heavy underdog. And then NHL, Stavkovsky uh, was 10 to one, two weeks before the draft to go number one. Uh, and as you had alluded to prior, right, opened at minus 5,000 to be the first overall pick. All, obviously, all of those guys, uh, Stavkovsky, Bonchero, and Walker, all went first overall at heavy, heavy, uh, you know, long odds there. And then, the, and then the guy goes fourth overall. That's the other thing. He doesn't even go second right. He yeah. falls to fourth. So you also could have made money if you nailed the second pick and the third pick. And Absolutely. Those were 10 and 15 and, to 1. And right. right to go fourth was, I, I thought, like 60 to 1. 60 to 1 not That's that right. long ago. That's right. Yeah. The, the books just don't account for the volatility of, of this kind of things. And that's, I think that's been one of the biggest money makers for these drafts, at least for, you know, the betters is, okay, uh, if this player doesn't go first overall, where does he go? So I actually took like a Jabari Smith 40 to 1 to go third overall as well. Beautiful. Um, that's and right. I, and because, you know, if he didn't go one, I, I thought that there was still a good chance. It was like 50, 50 that, you know, Holmgren went too. So, and, and that obviously played that, out and I was, it shouldn't be 40 to one. So. I had the same thing. That was my same thinking as well. Good for you as well. So you have a great thread on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL and sports books have posted hundreds of props, season long props in the NFL. Number one, the public likes to bet what they want to see. They want the big names to go over. They want games over. They want props over high scoring touchdowns, yards, all that. So that's the first thing. But when you go back, what did you find in your research? And you also make several good points in this about, well, a lot has to, to go right just to be in position to cash in. It's over on a season-long prop. Yeah, absolutely. So my research, I looked at all the season-long player props, the closing lines last year, and found that uh, if you just took it, like, looked at all of them, they went under 66% of the time. Uh, and if you broke that down by category, you're looking at, you know, passing yard totals went under 74% of the time, passing touchdowns, 74%, rushing touchdowns, 76%. Every single category that it tracked actually went under at more than 50, 55% of the time and every other category except for receiving touchdowns under 60% of the time. And as you mentioned, there, I mean, there are a lot of reasons that make a ton of sense here. The biggest one here being injuries. So, you know, for quarterbacks or running backs or wide receivers, if they get injured, uh, you know, obviously all they have to do is play a snap at most sports books, obviously check with your sports before betting that some you have to start week one, but most of them you have to just play a snap in the season. And the, if they get injured, you know, the under hit beyond that too, if they're a wide receiver, if their quarterback is out for a couple of games, obviously their efficiency goes down. If the offense's efficiency goes down, they run less plays. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot that goes into this and, and beyond that, like they have to, 
for them to hit the over on everything, like everything has to go right. You know, they can't have any off-field issues. They have to be in good shape. They have to make sure that they are efficient themselves as players. So I feel like betting against that kind of human achievement um, makes a lot of sense for unders. I personally just didn't expect the results to be so skewed towards the unders. I was expecting more of like a 60-40, but definitely not 66 uh, you know, 33. That is pretty crazy. And so that's 243 props from last year that you looked at out of all of them, the passing, the receiving, the rushing, there, there's certainly going to be more props available for receiving just because we have more receivers in the league that they're going to post props for than like running backs or quarterbacks for sure. But was there a category that was more profitable than any, any of the others? Yeah. So the most profitable in terms of hit rate would be rushing touchdowns out of the 17 bets. 13 of them went under wow. in terms of pure, yeah, pure volume receiving yards, uh, 97 total bets, 66% of them went under. If you just looked at like how many units you would have won, if you just risked to win one unit on every single bet, you would have been up 27 or 26 units. Uh, if you would just blindly bet every single under on receiving yards. Last week. So this is from 2021. My guess is if you went back and looked and it might be tough finding data going all the way back, you know, many, many years on this, but my, my guess is, Connor, that over other individual years, 2020, 2019, 2018, whatever, it might not be at this kind of clip, but I'm going to guess that the unders come in probably an overwhelming amount of the time compared to the overs. Oh, yeah. So I actually, I actually don't personally have the data, but I had someone reach out to me who's been a, a professional in Vegas for a while and said that he's tracked this for the last 13 years and that it's been over 60% like consistently every single year. Oh, there so, you go. Um, yeah, that, that totally, uh, you know, it makes sense. I, I, it, it is pretty wild that being able to bet the unders on all this stuff uh, is so profitable. Did that said professional gambler tell you that he does this every single year? Like he bets, he just blindly bets them? Or how does he get involved? No, I mean, he, I think that he goes through them kind of similar to, you know, my process as well. But, you know, just like 90% of his bets are unders. Uh, he just picks and chooses and goes heavier on that rather than just solely blind, blindly betting. Yeah, yeah. So what would be your biggest takeaway from this, from people listening right now, and they're going to look at all these season-long props that are now starting to hit the board in several sports books? What would you tell them? Yeah, I would personally just tell them that uh, when in doubt, you should be leaning towards the under. And, and if you have an overplay, you have to feel like this line should be off by you know, 30 40%. Uh, when you look at the average amount a play went over, they went over by 25%. Uh, if you looked at the average line, um, so, I mean, you have to feel really, really strongly about that and you have to get lucky, you know, obviously as I mentioned for injury. So I've already played, I think it's nine season long props and I think eight of them are unders. So, um, you know, really heavy lean towards the under for me. What's the over you bet? Uh, it was Travis ETN combined rushing and receiving yards, okay. uh, because I think that, uh, I mean, James Robinson is going to come back slow from his, his injury and I don't think he's going to play much of a role. They're probably going to have. ETN on the field for almost, you know, all the plays here with, you know, former college quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, I think is going to help him keep him on the field. And, you know, I, I just expect him his role to be a lot bigger than what the odds they're projecting, which is right now it's combined a thousand rushing and receiving yards. Um, you know, I, I think that's a little light. I think that he's a good, he's a good bet to get closer to like 1400, 1500. Our projections are four four, I believe have him at like 1200. So okay. uh, a good chunk over. Do you mind if I ask uh, which state you live in and how many books you have access to? Yeah, so I live in I live in Illinois, um, and all of them would be uh, so I, I think it's like six or something like that total. Um, so then we have like Barstool, BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, PointsBet, um, Caesars. There you go. And you've made eight eight unders. Care to share any of the maybe a couple that you like? 
Yeah, sure. So one I actually just played yesterday, Ryan Tannehill, I took under 3,700 in passing yards. Um, I mean, last season, he barely got over that number without Derrick Henry. So they had to go a little bit past that year, mm. um, you know, lost AJ Brown. And they now have like 30 year old Robert Woods coming off the torn ACL rookie trail on Berkshire. They drafted, he's pretty raw, uh, you know, had before they had any conditioning asthma issues already. Uh, I, I just doubt that Tannehill matches a seven yards per time, 67% completion rate. Uh, they also drafted Malik Willis. So yeah. I think that's like a, you know, a non-zero chance of seeing time. So, uh, you know, we were projected for like 3,500 passing yards. And I just think that the floor here for Tannehill is super, super low. Very cool. Hey man, that was an excellent job. Um, tweeting all that stuff out, doing all the research on that. There's no doubt that it took hours upon hours to probably find all this stuff. Uh, and you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Connor Allen NFL four for four.com and also bet spurts. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. 243 season long props from last year. Yep. And then the pro better he talked about the last 13 years been 60% pretty much every single year. Better. Both passing yards and passing touchdown props went under 74% of the time. And you made to almost 12 units. Almost all of them were correlated. If the player went under their passing yards, they also they likely also hit the under on touchdowns. Makes sense, right? Yes. And then the, taking the under on receiving yardage prop was the most profitable from a units one perspective. Netting 26 units and hitting 66% has the most volume available. At 97 total bets. Yeah, and that, that does make a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Because you're going to be able to find more receiver props in any other position. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tannehill makes a lot of sense. I, absolutely. As soon as he said the name, I'm yes. like, yep, okay, I'm on board. Yep, yep. Sure. All of that that he broke down. The breakdown. I lost A.J. Brown. 30-year-old Robert yep. Woods off an injury. Could lose his job. They, they drafted a quarterback. Yeah. Henry back. All, All that, that makes some yep. sense. yep. All right, good stuff there from Connor Allen. Uh, it is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, we will do a little college football. Um, this report that came out last night, I, I don't know what to make of this because Pat Forty and Dan Wetzel were laughing about it, so who knows? We will run down what that report was saying that took off yesterday. Uh, teams that could be joining the SEC and the Heisman market saw some pretty significant movement yesterday. Wonder why that was. We'll tell you why coming up next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code VEGAS1000. Can't wait to talk to the great Pat Forty in 15 minutes. College Football Inquirer, Sports Illustrated. Covers college basketball, college football. This is a mess. What a circus. Swim Swam. Braden Keith tweeted... Yesterday, North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, and Virginia all negotiating to join the SEC, ESPN trying to avoid their TV deal with the ACC. And uh, uh, Pat and Wetzel laughed at it. One thing, the guy's got like 6,000 followers, although he has the blue check mark, but also it didn't get much traction out there with that report as well. But it's the wild, wild west here. I mean, it's crazy. What's going to happen? Is the Pac-12 going to stay together? Will the Big 12 poach some of these teams? Will uh, Will Washington State uh, have nothing, be nothing, nowhere for them to go? Uh, this is just going to be a surreal piece of theater here, what, what's going to be left of college football, that it appears the SEC and Big Ten are going to run things. So I listened to their podcast last night. Yeah. I wanted their reaction to this because Pat's coming on the show, like you said, in 15 minutes. They were laughing at it. They were just, like, they, for the first four or five minutes, laughing at it. Basically, I don't know, didn't give it much credibility. What if he's right? You know, that trainer in downtown Cleveland nailed that years ago when he said LeBron's coming back. He had uh-huh. inside information. That a trainer at a gym got yeah. it right. Well, this guy covers swimming for the most part. Swim, yeah. swim. And Pat when Forty, was... his daughter, was in the Olympics last year yeah. Yeah. for swimming. So he's uh-huh. a big, you know, swimming guy. Yeah. And if you're going to go swim, swim, don't you go all the way and go swim, swim, swim? <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Make it the full boat? I am not happy with this. This could... Here's also... Okay. Uh, what could happen once the uh, TV deal's up... And then what's the playoff going to look like? How long do you think it'll take you to get used to it and embrace it? I won't. You'll never do it? Not if it... Not if it uh, never not say if, never. It, it, there's the scenario where they're going to have a 12-team playoff 
and eight of the teams will be from the Big Ten or SEC. Well, that's because each conference is going to have 30 teams. Uh, not necessarily, no. They're just going to say, we're going to pick things and we're going to run things and we'll throw you a bone. Who even knows if a non-Power 5 will be invited, how they're going to do this. They also just might say, what committee? We'll tell you who we're putting in with our eight. They might have wow. they might have two 20-power conferences, but who knows what? You still might have the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC. Yeah. And you say, okay, we'll throw you a bone. So then, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think we might. We'll get these these mega, mega, mega conferences. So if I think have, it, it, there's a chance you still have the the little three and the big two. Okay, so big it'd be Big Ten and the SEC would be the big boys, and they get eight point. of the twelve bids. Okay, so that tells me then that you're going to be able. Would we? Are we still talking about a conference championship game? What, what's the point? No, there's no there, point. there'd be no point in that. No point. And then, but they they will do that for money though. Of course, that's what that's why they do it right now. But if if they're going to get eight out of the 12, that means that teams can absolutely have two, maybe well, three losses. That's the other thing that's you're gonna, in play. You're going to have to. Well, the SEC might just say, we're going by SOS. And then, and then, and, and then if, if the team has three losses, so be it. Well, wait a second. They're, are, they're in. Are we going to completely eliminate non-conference games then? That's a possibility. That'd be my feel where they, uh-huh. they just play all 12 games inside their own yeah. conference. But this is why, and again, it was so good if you want to listen to it, but his uh, tag team partner, Dan Wetzel, just repeatedly called these, these schools idiots. And, and, and dumbasses, rather. Dumbasses. They're right. They had an automatic bid in the playoff in 2026. You were going to go to, they're going to go to eight. They were going to have the power, the power five leagues. Whoever won that conference, you were in. Yeah. And they just have a couple at large bids. But you're like, nah, let's do an alliance, right? Shake my hand. And you, you had all this opportunity to go in the playoff, and you said, no, now look where you are. Well, Who knows that the Pac-12 will be it? There will be a Pac-12. Here's also the part that I don't understand. So uh, beyond the two LA, uh, LA teams going to the Big Ten, uh, okay, we can all understand that for a second. And they, they were saying this on their podcast again last night, and so many others have also suggested this. How is it possible, and maybe I'm doing a really bad job at reading the room here with Oregon and Washington, they don't fit the bill to go to the Big Ten? Am I missing something with the Oregon football program? Has this not been a top five? It certainly was a top five program for a while, but has it not been like a top 10, top 12, 15 program nationally for more than a decade? They have. I think they want to get Notre Dame first. I don't know. Uh, they do a great job recruiting. Yep. They have awesome uniforms, which, you know, that made it a big deal years ago. They have, I've been there twice for games. They have immaculate facilities. They have all that Phil Knight money, but yet they're like, Nah, Oregon, we don't really care. I, I can't wrap my brain around that. I could come over the top and say Washington could be a better fit because of the TV market. I, and I wouldn't disagree. You could do that, too. I don't know. Another then, thing, well, watch out. I don't know where they're going to wind up either. And if the Pac-12 could work out this deal with the ACC and have the championship game out here, which was floated, here comes Miami. Watch out. They are getting dudes. Yeah, people He's, are... They, they are going to get players. Well, he got players at Oregon. Yeah, well, and then also with with NIL now, too. Uh, Miami's going to get a ton of guys. So the other thing is, the what we mentioned, too, was the Dennis Dodd tweet that the Big 12's trying to poach these remaining teams from the uh, Pac-12 and get Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. And well, Does the Pac-12 want to stay at 10? Do they want to add people? Though certainly the Big 12's going to add people. Well, if they... If, I don't okay. know what's going to happen. So if the Pac-12 stays at 10, can we change the name, please? Can we go back to the Pac-10? The whole thing's been nonsense for years. The Big 10, hey, we have 14 teams. The Big 12, we have 10. Can we go back and just get rid of those, the actual names of the conferences? What happens with these other conferences? Conference USA, Mountain West, I mean, they just go bye-bye? I mean, will they well, even, in 2026, will they even invite are they the, quote, little guy? Yeah, are they still considered Division One? 
I, I don't know what happens. I think you have to because of basketball stuff, but do they just create their... Here's what people have wanted for a long time for the smaller conferences, the non-Power 5, to just create their own playoff system. And maybe this will push it in that direction. Yep. I'd be... Okay, fine. I'm okay with that because if you're, if you're rarely, if ever going to... Like, you need the perfect storm to happen. You needed Cincinnati to do exactly what they did last year and the dominoes fell in the exact spot where they had to to actually get an invite in a, in a bit. Boise State never had a chance... That was before the playoff. They were preseason number three. They go undefeated that year. They're not going to get in. And those teams were awesome. I'd put them up against anybody. Has anybody checked on Bill Walton, how he's doing? I mean, Bill Walton's got to be devastated. He might lose his conference of champions. Thank you for our lives. I mean, this is could be his team goes to the Big Ten, his program, and now he might even have a Pac-12 no. or what's left of it. The other thing is Stanford. Could there be like a Stanford-Notre Dame package deal? Yeah, because could they, that happen? they kicked that around like Notre Dame could actually say, or Stanford could say, whatever, will come as a package deal. That's and, interesting. And if you want to scoff at some of the teams in the Pac-12, like people are saying Oregon, Washington, like I said, no, you're not going to scoff at Stanford. Like, as people pointed out, Stanford has enough money to buy like 10 other programs. They could buy the Big Ten. They could buy the Big Ten. Yes, they and then could. They, could, they could have one big party and still not even come, in clo- come close with all their alumni yeah, yeah. and not even come close well, to spending a third of that. How about yeah. the rivals? I mean, does Cal just shut the program down yeah, then? Yeah. Does Cal even play football if this happens? Which, I, I don't know. Cal's a really good school, too. It's not exactly easy to get into, uh, and they produce a lot of NFL talent over the years. <laughs> Wild, man. I will tell you this. The Heisman market moved yesterday. The reason why there is a person... Um, who does this for a living, who's been very good betting the Heisman. It goes all the way back to Joe Burrow, maybe even before that. He hit him, I think, at 200 to 1. He gave out, he released his Heisman bets yesterday. So there was some serious movement um, on some players. I noticed movement yesterday. Well, Dylan Gabriel here at Circa is all the way down to 20 to 1 now, the quarterback at Oklahoma. Can what happened there? Wasn't he enrolled for like a week at UCLA? Yeah. And they changed his mind and went there. <laughs> yep. The wild, wild west. Okay. Yeah. I noticed that he moved big time. Well, he's a stud. I also, I bet um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe more than that, I bet Hartman, the quarterback at uh, Wake Forest at 100 to 1. He's down now to like 30 or 40 to 1. Okay. How about the NC State quarterback? Because Brad Powers earlier this week has them top 15 and thinks they could uh, maybe surprise some people in the ACC. Like, yeah. Like I, win it. I noticed that he moved from 100 down to like 40. Okay. So. Leary? Yeah, Leary's the quarterback. And I, I don't know, yeah. you know, just a bunch of other players moved to yesterday in the Heisman market. But. I, I would not. Spencer Rattler, come on. At least we're, you know, at least we're getting some common sense here. I mean, this guy was 6-1, to 10-1 to one not that long ago. Yeah. I still see him like first-round pick, first overall pick relatively low. Well, I will say this. I mean, I mean he's now, four, we're looking at 45-1 to one right now on the screen. So I think Circa opened, opened him up at 125 or 150-1. to one. That number's no longer there. What would you need on Rattler? I don't want any part of Rattler. Nothing, zero. No. The Beamer did a great job, but what are they get? What are they going to? They're going to lose six games. So let's let's start right there. Uh, best case are seven and five, right? Yeah. Eight and six. Yeah, probably. No, no, seven, no, wrong, wrong math. Eight and four. Eight and four. But that's yeah. I can't get there. Have you made any no. Heisman bets at all? No. I do like I do like the Will Anderson angle. I think that could happen. I thought that was a good breakdown from Brad. They play Texas early on. Everyone's going to be watching it. Marquee game. O-line issues for Texas. He could completely dominate. And, by the yeah. way, he I mean, he came close last year. Like, he was in yeah. the running. People voted for him, and he is already 
in July, part of the national narrative, which is huge for an award like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if he plays well out of the gates, especially a game like that, well then, okay. Uh, we'll continue talking college football. The great Pat Forty is going to join the program coming up next, uh, Sports Illustrated. So how reliable is this Swim Swam report? We'll ask him coming up next. Meet Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com. Featuring award-winning customers, featuring award-winning customers, featuring award-winning customers, featuring award- At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.